And let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for another day, for your mercies that were new this morning, your sustaining power to keep us, to provide for us and care for us even this day. Lord, we pray that our desire would be for you and for you alone. And even this hour that we would, above all things, desire to worship you. For you alone are worthy of worship. So Heavenly Father, guide our our thoughts, our words, in this hour that your name may be lifted high. Encourage us, challenge us, work in us for your glory. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 121 to 128. I have done justice and righteousness. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be surety for your servant for good. Do not let the proud oppress me. My eyes fail from seeking your salvation and your righteous word. Deal with your servant according to your mercy and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. It is time for you to act, O Lord, for they have regarded your law as void. Therefore I love your commandments more than gold, yes, fine gold. Therefore all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be right. I hate every false way. Really, this section of Psalm 119 is a confession of the psalmist's total dependence on God. And we'll see that as we work through this. And yet, at the same time, I think it is important for us to pause and to remember that we are in the middle of Psalm 119. This is not just a standalone passage, even though we're taking each one of these sections by themselves. Um, we start into Psalm 119. I mentioned this. MacArthur calls Psalm 119 the Mount Everest of the Psalter. It is the longest psalm, the longest chapter in the Bible. It's an acrostic in the order of the Hebrew alphabet, 22 sections of eight verses each. This evening we find ourselves in the 16th section of 22. And so if... Psalm 119 is Mount Everest. We are approaching the summit, working our way up it. Um, But it is important to remember that each one of these sections we're in, they're not standalone. There's an ongoing uh, conversation, ongoing uh, context in which we find ourselves. So as we start out in this section, Psalm 119, 121 to 128, we see the psalmist confessing his dependence on God starts out with, I, I have done justice and righteousness. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be surety for your servant for good. Do not let the proud oppress me. Right from the beginning, a confession of his dependence on God for protection. Do not abandon me, Lord. Do not leave me. Do not let the proud oppress me. In fact, verse 123, my eyes fail from seeking your salvation and your righteous word. This is the language of exhaustion. 
as the psalmist has continued to do justice and righteousness day in and day out and these other men have come alongside him and they've they've oppressed him and yet he has been faithful to to do justice and righteousness and to stand firm in his faith but he's getting exhausted He's not lost the faith. He still expects the Lord to deliver him. He still has hope. He's losing strength, though. My eyes fail from seeking your salvation and your righteous word. I am exhausted. I need you, Lord. Do not abandon me. Do not leave me. Deal with your servant according to your mercy. Teach me your statutes. The psalmist wants to keep learning. He wants to keep growing because he understands that in the word of God, that is where his life is. So teach me, Lord. I am exhausted from seeking your salvation and your righteous word, and yet I want more. I want to learn. I want to grow. I'm your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Here again, we see not only is he dependent on God for protection, he's also dependent on God for understanding. Give me understanding. A recognition here by the psalmist that he is entirely dependent on God even to understand. As the Lord teaches him his statutes, as he studies the, the word, he's entirely dependent on the Lord. It even goes back to another verse in this context of Psalm 119 that we were in earlier. Psalm 119, 118. Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. Continued dependence on the Lord. I pray that you have that same humility as you approach Scripture. Hopefully you do approach Scripture in your own time. And hopefully you have a hunger and a thirsting for it, like the psalmist here crying out, Teach me your statutes. And yet, hopefully, I pray that your approach to Scripture is one of humility. Like the psalmist here, give me understanding, Lord, that I may know your testimonies. I want to know you, and I want to know your word. Krista, when we were dating, she... uh, put together this little book of a bunch of like different love notes I guess you could say uh, I think it was a Valentine's gift one year and uh, it's all these different things that we did for four years so we had lots of experiences and so she was like you know we went here and we did this and I remember we did this and and each page was a different thing and it was just this notebook just full of these things and I can guarantee you that I read that thing very carefully <laughs> I hung on every single word that she wrote. 
I still have it. In fact, just a few weeks ago, we were kind of moving some things around, and I came across again and sat down and read it. It's a neat thing to go back and to see. But that desire, that hunger, do you have that for the things of the Lord? Do you have that for his word? Do you hang on every word? Do you cry out, give me understanding that I may know your testimonies? Or is it just a routine that you go through without any thought? pray that you have a passion for the word of God even as the psalmist here as he struggles he struggles and yet all he wants is more to grow to understand verse 126 it is time for you to act O Lord for they have regarded your law as void the psalmist here cries out to the Lord to take action It's time for you to act, Lord. I have done justice. I have done righteousness. I have stayed faithful. But these oppressors around me, they have no regard for your word. It's time for you to step in and take action. Let me see justice, Lord. From the psalmist's perspective, it is time for justice. It is time for God to step in. This unrighteousness has gone on long enough. And I think we understand this cry of the psalmist's heart, do we not? From our perspective, so many times from our perspective, God, where are you? Now would be a great time to step in. Yet we must recognize and remember that the Lord's way is not our way and his time is not our time. And that's where the psalmist turns. He turns his his attention back to the Lord and to his word. Therefore, I love your commandments more than gold, yes, than fine gold. Therefore, all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be right. I hate every false way. The psalmist doesn't pick and choose what he likes, what he doesn't like, what he wants to obey, what he doesn't want to obey. He accepts all of God's word. It's precious to him. More than gold, yes, than much fine gold. I pray that the word of God is precious you may the Lord give us a passion for his word even as we see in the psalmist here even as his eyes fail as his strength grows weak yet he stands strong in faith he goes on because he loves the word of God that is his foundation That is where he continually turns his attention and runs back to. Brothers and sisters, I don't know everything that you're going through, but I would encourage you, run back to the word of God. Let that be your foundation. Let that be the 
the place to which you run and find hope there. This time we're going to take some prayer requests. I've asked my father-in-law if he'll do prayer requests this evening. I'm